Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Good morning. This is the day that the Lord hath made. And of course, we are rejoicing and we are glad in the blessing of the day. Uh, happy Monday. Happy post-Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, happy day before Valentine's Day. All of those good things all wrapped up into one. Uh, come on in with us. It is once again time for the Monday Motivational Moment for this 13th day of February. Pray and trust as always that everyone is well and that you are blessed and highly favored of the Lord. As you're coming in this morning, we certainly would appreciate you taking the moment to tag, share, and speak uh, on this morning. Uh, we are certainly grateful for the opportunity and the privilege to connect with you on this morning and invite you now to join us for these few moments of inspiration and impartation with hopes of getting your week started off on a positive note. Uh, I am certainly grateful and thankful for this opportunity uh, to connect with you. So Stephanie, good morning to you. Pray and trust you are doing well on this Monday morning. Uh, so glad to have you connected and joining with us uh, today. Good morning, everybody. Whether you are joining us live or you're watching a replay on Facebook or YouTube, or even perhaps those who are connected via the podcast, the Monday Motivational Moment podcast, I greet you today and uh, certainly grateful and thankful that you have taken this time. We don't take your time uh, for granted, nor do we take this lightly. We are certainly appreciative uh, to have you joining us. So by all means, come on in. Let's get ready to dive into this week's motivational moment, which is based, based upon the story of the Bible personality we know as Job. If you have studied the word of God or you've ever had any encounter with God's word, you know that Job's story that is recorded in scripture is what we would call a riches to rags to riches story. Um, Job's life begins as one who is prospering. He is one who is favored. He is one that really starts off on a high note. But just at a request from Satan to test him, to see if he would curse God and die, uh, we know what ends up happening. God gives permission for Satan to test Job because he had already known that he would never give in. He would never give out. He would never give up. But as we all know, with life, life brings its course of testing. Life brings its course of trials. Life brings its course of tribulations. And it's not so much what we go through. It's how we handle what we go through. It's not so much what we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. It, it, it is more in how we approach it. Here's the word. The word is our attitude, our attitude toward, toward what we encounter, our attitude toward what we face. How are we embracing the the rough spots or the as the song says the rough side of the mountain in our lives how are we embracing pastor gatlin good morning to you my brother how are we embracing them are we embracing them with hope with assurance with confidence or do we allow those tests to get the best of us 
when we think about Job, we think about his story, we think about how he loses everything. His wife turns against him. He loses his children in tragedy. His friends say, basically, this is your fault. You brought this on yourself. If you had not done what you did, then this would not have happened. All of that really brings Job to what I would call a melting point. And all of us at one point or another in life have encountered a melting point. And that's where our moment today picks up. It picks up at Job's melting point where he asks God for a moment of conference. And he asks God, look, I, I need to talk to you. I need to have some understanding as to why it's got to be me. And if you've ever been there in life where things are just pushing you to that moment, where you're finding yourself wanting to ask God, why me? Why does it have to be me? Why is it me going through? In the 38th chapter of Job, we find this moment for Job, but something interesting takes place. What interesting moment that takes place here is God says to Job, Job, I will answer any question that you have. I will deal with any concern that you have. I will meet you. I will address it. But before I address it, Job, I've got a few questions I want to ask you. And in Job chapter 38, we find God asking Job a series of questions. And I want to zero in on one question that Job that God asked Job in relation to his life in dealing with all that he encountered. In Job 38 verses 12 through 15, reading from the NIV version, we find these words. God says to Job, Job, have you ever given orders to the morning or shown the dawn its place that it might take the earth by the edges and shake the wicked out of it? The earth takes shape like clay under a seal. Its features stand out like those of a garment. Verse 15, the wicked are denied their light and their upraised arm is broken. If you look there at, at, at verse 12, Pastor Quavion, good morning to you, sir. Look there at verse 12, verse 12. King James Version says it this way. Job, have you ever commanded your morning? Have you ever, Job, possessed power to really take the daylight or allow the sun to dissipate darkness? Job, have you ever had the ability or the authority to shift some things? The, everything is under my control, Job. So since it's under my control, have you ever stopped to consider the fact that I am the one that commands the day? I looked at that and I looked at the question that Job, that God asks Job here, and I really applied that to my life. Have I ever commanded my morning? Have I ever given orders to my morning? And today, I just want to challenge us by just sharing with us that thought. Command your morning. Command your day. Command it. Now, you know, we, we, we cannot take this passage of scripture out of context, and we would dare take it out of context. 
But the question that God asked Job here is important. When you think about the word command from the original Hebrew, the word command simply means to lay charge or to take charge, to take authority, to give order. Mr. Shonda, good morning to you. Basically, what God is asking Job is this. Job, have you ever taken authority over your morning? Have you ever taken authority over your day? Have you ever taken the time to shift your thought process away from what's wrong to what's right? Job, have you ever taken the time to take your mind off of everything that everybody else has told you about your suffering and focused on the fact that I was the one that was with you through all of the suffering. Job, have you ever taken your mind off of the negatives that you have dealt with only to realize, watch this y'all, negatives are needed to develop positives. Can I say that again? Have you ever taken your mind off of the negatives only to realize that negatives are necessary to develop the positives? And so today, I want to challenge us as we begin yet another new week. I want to challenge us to take authorities over our day. Take authorities, command your day, lay charge on your day, give orders to your day. And how are you going to do it? How do we do it? It's simple. Three things. And we find it in Job's life. The first thing I want to challenge us to do this week is move from fear to faith. Move from fear to faith. We, we deal with a lot in life. We encounter a lot in life. But sooner or later, you're going to have to allow your faith to give you strength to stand even when it doesn't make sense. Hebrews 11 and one reminds us that faith is the substance. It is the tangible thing. It is the thing that we can grip to. It's the thing that we can look to when we cannot see what we really need to see. When the obvious doesn't look so obvious to us, you're gonna need something to hold on to. Faith is the substance of the things that I hope for. It is the evidence, Hebrews 11 and 1 says, of the things that I cannot see. You want to command your day? Command your day to operate in faith. Command your day to basically say, no matter what comes today, I will not be afraid of the terror by night. I will not be afraid of what's coming, seeking to destroy me. I'm not going to lose sight of it. I'm not going to lose hope. I'm going to remain focused on the fact that since this is the day that the Lord hath made, I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to be glad in it. I'm going to stay focused in what's coming my way. Because I am convinced, I am assured that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Pastor Tracy Lee, good morning to you, my brother. Good morning to you. Not only must we move from fear to faith, command your day, command your life for the rest of your life to adjust from testing to trusting. Now, this is the one that really fits the story of Job. 
Because when you really look at the story of Job, Job's life at this point in scripture was nothing more than a series of tests. It was more than just a physical test. It was more than just a financial test, but it was also a test of allegiance. It was also a test of loyalty. It was really a testing to see when the chips are down, who's really got my back? When, when, when things get difficult, who can I really trust? And Job's life and Job's example to us teaches us that we cannot put so much trust in people because people that will stand with you will turn on you at a moment's notice. Job's wife, of all people, say to him, cuss God and die. You're not going to come out of this. You're not going to come over this. Go ahead and curse God and die. Job's friends said to him, think about this. Job's friends said to him, Job, this is your fault. You did this. You brought this on yourself. So how do we get over that? Well, it's at this moment that Job begins to realize that even in a moment of test, get ready for this, y'all, I've got to be able to trust the one who not only authored the test, but authorized the test. Here's the thing that I need you to hold on to this week. When you command your day and you command your morning, remember now, everything that Job went through, God authorized it. God gave Satan permission. Mm. He said that he was a perfect and an upright man. Think about that. Here's the question. Is your trust level in God so strong that he can recommend you to go through something knowing that you will continue to trust him in the midst of the test? Now, I know that's that's a lot easier said than done, but that level of trusting is birthed out over experience. The more time you spend with God, the more time you honor God, the more time that you operate in a Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 moment, trusting in the Lord with all of your heart and leaning not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledging him, that's when you're able to know that you have the authority to command your day. You have the authority to basically say, I can command my day because I trust in the author of the day. I can command my day because I'm walking with the one who authorizes my day. But there's one more thing I've got to encourage you to do if you're going to command your day. If you're going to command your day, finally, I need us to shift from punishment to power. Shift from punishment to power. Always be able to see and hold on to the fact that the one who blesses you to begin a day has already given you everything that you need to complete the day. Philippians 1, 6 says that he that have begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Pastor Stephanie Battle, good morning to you. Look at what look at what happens here. Here is a man that has suffered a great deal. Here is a man that has had a series of testing from every area of life 
But if you look at the end of Job, you see something that is worth holding on to. Here is a man that encountered everything, lost everything, lost friends, lost family. But when it was all said and done, he gets double for all that he encounters. When your day is commanded, when you allow God to command your day, when you allow God to be the leading and guiding force in your day, guess what? He turns the pressure and the punishment into power to prosper. Can I say that again? When you allow God to command your morning, when you allow God to command your day, he turns the pressure and the punishment of your life into power and prosperity. Today, I challenge us to speak life into every situation. Allow God to step into every situation of life. Allow God to command your day, command your week, command your morning. Give God space to do what he does best, and that is be in charge. And if you will allow him to be in charge, he will move you from fear to faith, from testing to trusting, from punishment to power. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this opportunity and this privilege to share this message with your people. God, I thank you that you've allowed this word to settle in my spirit today. God, I thank you that you have given us so many wonderful and rich blessings. Your word teaches us that every good and perfect gift comes from you. I thank you for that, God. God, I'm asking today that as we begin yet another week of life and living, I pray, God, that you will allow us to keep our hearts and our minds stayed on you. Teach us to remain focused. Teach us to remain faithful that we may be recipients of your favor. God, today we give our lives over to you. We give our hearts over to you. We ask you, God, to take charge of our mornings. Take charge of our days, oh God. Take total control, God. God, give us the mind, the heart, the attitude, and the strength to take our hands off of it, to step back and let you take charge. God, give us the strength and the know-how to know that we have a supernatural chauffeur that is willing to drive us through the storms of life and get us safely to our destination. Give us the strength to sit back and allow you to drive. And God, we know that if you will drive our lives, we can move from every situation that looks hopeless into an oasis of hope. We can look at every situation that looks like it's not going to work and already stand in assurance that with you driving, we have the victory. Teach us, teach us how to trust you even when we can't trace you. Teach us how to walk by faith even when we can't see it, God. Teach us, God, to lean not to our own understanding, but in every way acknowledge you, knowing you will direct our paths. God, we love you so much and we thank you so much and we praise you this day and every day of our lives. Thank you for this chance and for every chance. It is. In the name of Jesus, we pray, we praise, we proclaim, and we profess this day. Amen. 
amen and amen. Listen, everybody, thank you so much for connecting with us this morning. I pray that this message has been an encouragement to you. I pray that it ministered to you uh, in a very special way today. Uh, I just want you to allow God to command your day. Allow God to command your week. Allow God to take charge, total control of your lives. And if you will do that, I can assure you this day and every day and this week and every week will be a marvelous, magnanimous, miraculous, but most of all, motivational week in the name of the Lord. Until next Monday morning, be blessed and know we love you all.